I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hey, welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger, uh, the non-clinical uh, advice just for fun and laughs podcast. Uh, this episode, I have uh, an old friend who I never see, but who I'm a major fan of and uh, has a, a podcast called The Dollop involving history and hijinks. Please welcome Dave Anthony. Dave, how are you, man? Oh, thank, thank you. This is when I usually hear applause, uh, so it's a little weird not to <laughs> we do don't, We don't edit in that shit. No <laughs> dice. <laughs> I don't see anybody anymore. I live up in the hills uh, way above way above uh, L.A., and uh, I yeah, I never go down <laughs> into, the, into L.A. anymore. Where I hadn't like, been where, in L.A. in two talking? years. I live in La Crescenta, so it's like north of Glendale. Okay. It's like right up against yeah. Los Angeles Forest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I just never I, I went to L.A. Uh, two weeks ago and I, I I don't think I'd been there in two years. I honestly. Wow. Just, well, that part of that's because of COVID, but also just like I like just staying here. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've just all uh, aligned with those people who, you know, I'm sure do as a stand up. You always you had that that character who was like, no, I live in Big Bear. You're like, what? You know, or like I live, you know, and you're like, how can you? You're nowhere near all, all the fun. And it's, yeah. it's partly age and partly COVID and partly just comfort. A lot of us have just been like, no, I found this place. It's safe. There's nothing around me. I yeah. love it. You know, uh, so and that's cool. You're also not like everyone here knows me as Dave as opposed to Dave, the comedian. You know what I mean? Uh, all the local people I know. Some of them know and they figure it out, but it's it's nice. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's funny. I'll occasionally meet like who was it? Somebody was uh, my my aunt uh, knew someone. Uh, well, like met someone was like was like, oh, are you, I heard your 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 nephew is Matt Bronger, and she's like, yeah, and he's like oh, and but my aunt's like, oh yeah, I guess you people might know who you are or something. <laughs> So yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. Uh, I should apologize. My my parents are watching the kid downstairs in um, what is basically a house with no walls. It's one of those places that oh, uh, yeah. someone built that doesn't. You know, one of those new agey places where like, who needs wall? Who needs doors? We can all just be around each other, and I'll just I'll shit. And you can be near me and we'll talk. I can just uh, hang out. I think that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> you're describing you're describing my worst nightmare. If I. Yeah, I mean, I definitely <laughs> grab my wife and I grab the room with a door and yeah. she's working in there now because she's on, you know, like these 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 conference meetings that are important and things. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so, you know, Rose, of course, was napping. And her subconscious is like, oh, fuck, is my dad podcasting? Time to rock time to, it. Time to <laughs> time get to up go. and hang out. I want to be loud. So it'll be intermittent. You know, yeah. I think it gets loud. They'll take her for a walk or something. You know what, though? It's an advice show. A little kid having a good time in the background. It's fine. That works. Yeah. 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 How old? You have two, right? I have one. You have uh, one. I have, you have a son. I have a, I have a 12 year old. Yeah. Boy. Yes. Okay, right on. Yeah, he's he's all baseball all the time. That's his thing. That's, <laughs> that's all it is. All baseball twenty four seven. I like a I like a young man that just introduces himself that way. Like I'm all baseball <laughs> all the time. Any other sport, he's like, no, that sport is dumb. Soccer, <laughs> dumb. Football, dumb. They're just all dumb. We come home from baseball mm -hmm. practice. He's like, hey, do you want to play catch in the backyard? It's like, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Baseball. Yeah. That is yeah, all baseball all the time. All baseball. Yeah, he sits I, at his computer and while he has two computer screens, he's gaming on one and he has YouTube baseball highlights going 24 seven on the other. OK, wow. Yeah. Jesus, that's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah. My friend's daughter was like this fun little uh, bubbly thing. And then she hit a certain age and then she's like Billie Eilish. Like she's yes. a huge Billie Eilish fan and just like stone faced and just. Yeah. These are important. Um. 
my my I was in I was in the Bay Area on uh, on Sunday doing a show with Irene Two and Nato Green and Nato's daughters. Well, daughter and non-binary child came. They're twins, and the daughter was talking to me and just the most serious person. Like it was a good show. You did a lot of sex stuff. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, young young girl. I apologize, but. To be fair, they are serving beer here, so I don't know why you're. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually on you. I'm supposed. To, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, talking about the sex stuff. <laughs> yeah, you seem in good spirits, man. Um, I I kind of hit a a little bit of a wall this morning reading the news, like you often do. Um, oh, I yeah. think I do that every single day, uh-huh. but you know, it's just I don't know. It's just like well, I just got to keep on keeping on. Like, how are you? Gotta. Uh, I think this, I think some of this stuff is hitting other people. I think this hit me before now. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah, like the fires I knew were coming for months. Like all this stuff is like, well, yeah, now now the fires are here. Oh, they're worse than they were. Oh, so it's the same pattern. They get worse every, oh, okay. So I guess none of it's surprising. Like, oh, a a town's going to burn. Okay. Yeah. Town's going to burn. Oh, there's a hurricane. Right. Well, they told us there was going to be a hurricane for, yeah really bad hurricanes for a while and now there's a bad yeah. hurricane yeah okay it, so it's just all like i don't know it just kind of doesn't really phase me like mm-hmm. maybe it did you know a couple it's honestly a couple of years ago i the, i think the hardest part for me has been personal stuff like you know w- I, we've lost friends in covid yeah. and stuff like that so for me that's been the more difficult stuff but the the sort of larger picture stuff, I just, I just all is what I expected to happen. So I guess I'm kind of handling it differently. If that makes sense. No, I mean, that's, and that's smart. I, I feel like I, uh, as much as I tell myself, don't spin out on the shit. Someone, someone nailed it about that, uh, that during COVID everybody's thing is the serenity prayer, not just alcoholics, uh-huh. you know, where it's yeah. like, it's literally accept the things you cannot change. Uh-huh. And uh, um, work to change the things you can and know the difference. And it's kind of like, yeah, the fires are, are they scare the shit out of me. So does uh, the the political angles of a huge swath of our country uh-huh. uh, in terms of the insanity, in terms of the unwillingness to even look at reality. But yeah. really, what can I do about that? Could I possibly make a video or something that would change hearts and minds? No, absolutely no. not. So <laughs> as long as I'm kind of making people happy and, and also working for certain social causes that you can work on, you know, yeah. like it's all I can do. And yeah, I me- think that's important. I think like you said, social causes, I think that's helpful. I think like getting out there and I've been doing some stuff and um, and helping out where I can. And that's that's good. But you really like you're right. You can't. The bigger picture is just beyond our control. Mm-hmm. At one point I was, I was like six months ago, I was like, I, I want to start making videos like news stuff. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, well, the, I'm watching everyone just scream at each other. Uh, yeah. Even pe- people on the left screaming at each other, people screaming yeah. at the right, sc- everyone screaming. And I'm just like, what, it, what is that going to do if I am putting yeah. something else out there? Nothing. It just, it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And especially if I react to someone who I disagree with diametrically and there you realize, oh, you're just making money. Oh, okay. You know, and, and yeah. if I were to flip out on you or go, "Hey, what the what the hell is this person doing?" Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's just feeding into your brand. That's your yeah. whole thing to kind of be the the amoeba that just absorbs. That's just like, look at me, look at me, react, react, react. And it's just yeah. Like, no, I have to ignore you. Like you know, uh, 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 what's his name? The the guy. If you if you. Okay, the, the the Simpsons episode where the monster is like, just don't look, just don't look. Oh yeah, you know it's it's you just have to you know if we if we stopped saying a certain former president's name for a while, you know he would have just he would have just oh. burst into flames. I think <laughs> it's all it's all he lived for. All it he is lived all he lived for. for. He was twenty four seven gaslighting. That's all he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. kind of on all of us to use that as a microcosm and go, yeah, maybe I just won't hurt myself yeah. because this person's driving me crazy. Maybe there was a, there was a really interesting, there was a, I can't remember what it was, but there was an email you could sign up for and you didn't have to read the news while he was president. 
and they would send you a breakdown of everything that happened at the end of the day. And then you could just read it and go, okay, well, I, in five minutes, I, I saw everything that happened and then you could move on. So you wouldn't have to pay attention to all the, cause it was just nonsense. It was just 24 mm. seven, just absolute garbage. And you would get people would get upset about it and scream about it. And then he would move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and there were times you could celebrate when he got COVID. Like that was just a, a euphoria <laughs> that we hadn't experienced in a while. I mean, everyone was very, very excited. But, I, uh, I mean, you know, aside from those. I, I, was, was, <laughs> I will give him credit for at least showing up on a balcony and taking, taking off a mask to show us the raw fear in his eyes. Yes. Just, you know, I, I know he was like in his mind look at how strong i am but there's yeah. a part there's a there's a thing even though it was unintentional i just appreciate him showing us that the 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 terror that was terror. obvious on his face and body language yes absolutely uh, terror. i i feel so horrible all i use <laughs> is donald <laughs> if, if someone could soothe me somehow <laughs> I can only think of all the people who are dying right now and all they think of is their last thoughts are like, why did he eat so much McDonald's? Oh my God. It didn't work out in the end. It's such a it's such a brutal, it's such a brutal it code is so brutal because you 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 it goes after you for for you know not being I mean look, healthy people are dying, but it goes after you for not being healthy. Like it's mm-hmm. this thing that and and then you have to like you're sitting there and you're like, oh, could I have? Because I have no, like, if I, I have no ability to, like, I can't keep weight off. I, hmm. I, I can't not eat sugar. Like, I just, and those are things that, you know, if COVID comes, it's going to be like, oh, remember all that pie you enjoyed? Like, I, I'll be like, yeah, I enjoyed all the pie. I well, totally, yeah. yeah. And then you're sitting there, and you're sitting there dying. You're like, why did I like all that pie all the time? Like, it's just, well, it was, I think it was like, like the last quote that, uh, the last thing they, not the last thing they heard, but someone was like, yeah, Johnny Carson, when he was hooked up to the, you know, the, the respirator, which was like them damn cigarettes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a hundred percent. He never was not smoking. Like right. even when the, sh- when the show was on and he'd do the monologue, go backstage, smoke a cigarette. He'd go and be smoking a cigarette, put it out. They'd wave the smoke away. My next guest, like, and so we bring crazy. the person out. And then the person would then he'd go to commercial, he'd light up. Like yeah, a little cigarette box, like right there. Yeah. Like I and and you know, I'm one of those people that I only I only I smoked I smoked cigarettes when I was drunk. That was it. I would bum yeah, a ton too. of cigarettes off of people and like, oh, I love this feeling. And then I would feel exponentially terrible the next day. And Always I, so much worse. So much worse. Cause it's just robs your body of all vitamins that alcohol didn't already take care of. And like I was I remember I, I was out, I had my last one outside the improv in 2009 and I don't know what it was, but it was just like, I'm just Gross. done with these. Just something hit yeah. me and I never had one since and never had that. Oh, I think because I, I do, I feel like I will, if I'm just like, can I have a drag of that parliament? I would have a heart attack right there. Like right then my heart <laughs> would seize up. <laughs> like I'd, go, yeah. I'd grip my arm and spit and would collapse. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I remember those. I would I would smoke when I was drunk too, and then I mm-hmm. and then the next day you would always feel so much worse. Yeah. I don't know when I stopped doing it too. I there was a point I just stopped. Also, I was like, why why is this a thing that I'm doing? Yeah, terrible. Yeah. It's not worth it. Do you feel? I feel like um, the the uh, uh, abuse of substances is never done well in movies and television ever. It, 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 very rarely, very rarely does it happen that it's it's nailed. Yeah, like I just fear don't and think loathing, fear and loathing in Las Vegas did a really nice job of what a yes. acid trip is like. So there are some examples, but usually right. you watch it and you're like, this is the dumbest. Like, has this person ever done drugs or? Yeah, well, you know, like I watch like Goliath, which I really enjoyed. I love the first season. I hated the second season. Uh, and, you know, it's this guy in his 60s who is drinking brown liquor every single day and smoking cigarettes. And you never right. see him wake up and hold his head and like just make a noise like he's like he's lost a, a family member he loves like just screaming with the pain yeah his, his his skin feels awful and it burns with terrible toxicity yeah. and you know none of none of the stuff 
that I used to experience in my in my right. in my you know 30s and and you know early 40s where I just would go so strong and just go what are next day like why why yes. this whole Always. day is ruined <laughs> ruined I think that's why I stopped I mean look I'll still drink if I'm on the road or whatever you know mm-hmm. but I just don't drink that much because then I'm just like well that the whole day is just shot the yeah. next day yeah yeah, you always, you definitely, you know, when you're younger, you're kind of like, I'm going to drink to get fucked up. And that's what you do. And then when you're older, you're like, I'm going to drink just enough to not feel like death tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> but Goliath would actually be a terrible show if every other episode was him just laying around the house going, oh, fuck. What a, I can't. Oh, I can't. God. You have court today. I, uh, nope. No. Just <laughs> file a motion. <laughs> Can you call it? He just he just keep every other episode is him going. Can you just call a bomb threat in to this to the state house? Because <laughs> so is it, like, what are you doing? Um, besides the family, besides the podcast, is that that's what's it right now? Or that's pretty much it. Um, I am the uh, germinating a one man show a bit to take to Australia uh, mm-hmm. next spring if we can. Yeah. Um, and then that's it. There's a, there's a, I'm, I'm always toying with, you know, should I do a script? I've got, yeah. I've got one mostly done, but I'm just like, nah, do I want to finish it? It's very hard. <laughs> I mean, look, we, you know, the, 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 the bill came due and it's very hard to tell anything as a white guy right now, which is just how it fucking works. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> welcome to life, white guys. That like, is how, how it bounces that back, is- you know? That is the best I've had it. I've heard it. The bill came due. That's because it is. It's. It's. It's like they're. They're like when. When. When I hear guys go, well, you know, I'm white male, so I can't get anything made. He's like, no, you're putting it the wrong way. They're only looking for certain white male. Like in terms of, in terms of Netflix. Like let's just say, specifically like Netflix specials. I was explaining this to an interviewer once, where it's kind of like he's like, why isn't your next special going to be on Netflix? I'm like, I'm just going to tell you right now probably why it's not and it you know could this could next week something could happen i could save a dog uh from drowning and i'm in the news and then it's just like oh we want your special uh because you have this fame and this demographic it's just they already have jim gaffigan you know or or brian regan or something they don't need me all they're doing is filling holes in terms of like there was i remember an indonesian guy who got an hour and people like i've never heard of him like they're trying to make inroads to indonesia are you Hey, hey, random guy in Boise, are they? Do they, do, do you think in Indonesia wants your hour? I don't think you know, like it's or yeah. or I should specifically like some guy in North Hollywood. It's that's that's hitting the bricks all the time. It's just not, you know. But that the bill came due is so that's such a funny way to put what. <laughs> I mean. It's always been so true, and they've always this. Look, there's always I started comedy ages ago, and there was always like a a quota system of a sort. Like they would have mm-hmm. this many of this people, and this many of this people, and this many of this people. But it was always more, far more white guys than it was anybody yeah. else. So, so look now, it's a time period where it doesn't, and some white guys aren't going to get work. Uh, like I know yeah. great writers. I know great sure. writers. Like I, most writers suck in Hollywood, but I know great writers who cannot get work. Like they were. Yeah. Three years ago, they were they were hot shit and they're really funny writers. Well, now they can't get work. And unfortunately, yeah. there is there is a, a section of people who are getting work who aren't deserving. But that's kind of what Hollywood's always been. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. yeah. And it, the, the 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 status quo has always been like, oh, we have to be, you know, we can uh, let's have a couple diverse hires and it'd be like three. Yeah. And then the, and then the rest will be normal hires. And that'd be like 12 uh, white males. It's like, yes. wait, why? You know, so now normal's changing in a good way. So it's just everyone has to adjust. The the one I, thing that did bug uh, me. Ever, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I, have you ever heard of the show American Vandal? Yeah, uh-huh. Totally. It's very funny. Totally. I, I really liked it. But I went in on a meeting for that when it before it started. And I and I walked into the meeting and it was five, it was five or six white guys and me interviewing me. And they liked me. And at the end, they're like, well, this is great. And I go, you guys are going to hire me. And they were like, what? And I go, I'm a white guy. There's five, there's five or six white guys. Too many of us. You're absolutely not hiring me. And (laughs) everyone was just like, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh yeah. The, the one, the, the one, the time, the times I've gotten actually like pissed about it is when 
the gatekeepers are white men and they're kind of yeah. like they're like an executive that's like look we hear it so and so and i'm sitting there looking at him going hey man who can do your job son of a bitch you know you're looking at me yeah. and judging you're me dude we're the same age bro yeah, we're exactly you're straight right <laughs> yep fuck off rich guy i i had um a friend who works on the other side of the biz uh she reps writers and she had a, a a female client who you know and i know who is great and i won't say who she is but she's a hilarious writer and uh extremely condescendingly an executive said to my friend who reps her uh i think we have enough white women and it's a white man who said this and it was like are you fucking kidding me I mean, this is a guy who probably goes home and is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I love diversity and I've always been like, he's so proud of himself and he's still, yeah. he's still doing that colonialist bullshit yeah. where it's like, I am the giver. I am the provider. I am. Yeah. So, so There's... to speak of, of, let's just say a founding father of this business. And I, and I, I yeah. deign to throw crumbs to the ones of color and, and non penile genitalia and and that is that is who I am. And it's, yeah, so. it's really I I had. So I had this thing where the last show I was on. There were it was diverse. It was a diverse writer writers room, but not diverse economically. Right. So these people were all oh, yeah. very rich, yeah. mostly Ivy League schools. And I was like, mm -hmm. that's not diversity. And so I said, <laughs> look, at, I said, look, if we do a second season, you know, what we should do. We should go to like community colleges around LA and go to the English teachers go do you know a kid who doesn't have access to this this world because of the agents wow. and the managers don't let them in I said do you have a kid that you think has potential and wants to be a screenwriter well we'll read their scripts and we'll and we'll pick one or two to get someone who doesn't have a voice of like I went to college I like a kid who's just mm -hmm. struggling and doesn't have access and I and and the showrunner was like, yeah, that's a good fucking idea. Why don't we do that? And then from the producer came, tell Dave to stop being a white savior. And I was like, holy <gasps> shit. Oh boy. Because they have oh. they have a roadblock. They have a roadblock. Like they don't let those they they're not going to community colleges to look for writers. They're no. they're going to Harvard and Yale and Dartmouth. Yep. And so those people are already doing pretty well. And mm -hmm. so I was trying to figure out a way of like, well, what's that kid who has a fucking dream and doesn't, yeah. doesn't have access to these people and doesn't know how to network and whatever it fucking takes. And that's, that's the response I got now. It's just like, wow. Man. And that's such a condescending shitty response. You didn't say, uh, find a kid that goes to community college and is hilarious and, and, you know, whip crack smart. And I want 10%. You know, it's not <laughs> <laughs> you are potentially putting your own job in danger. It's like that's and, it's and honestly, I just wanted to I just wanted a different voice in the room because all I was hearing I was hearing fucking stories of fucking people at their frat houses and shit. And I was like, what about yeah. a kid who doesn't have any of this? Like, what no, about yeah. that fucking guy? Yeah, lady or whatever it is, you know, the, the amount like, of those writers that come in. And I mean, that from, you know, the Harvard Lampoon, such funny yes. people, but it's almost a formulaic way of thinking at this point. Yep. This is how you write a sitcom script. It's like, yep. yeah, that's why all these sitcoms feel and sound the same. The same. The same. Same pattern, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It's it's and and you would you would like you if you look on paper and you have two two white guys, two straight white guys our age on a podcast. I think this is where we'd flip out and talk about cancel culture and scream and say, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny because the cancel culture thing is so stupid. There's finally the masses have a voice because of social media. Fucking deal with it. Yeah, sorry. Like shit. I mean, and I hate it. I, I hate getting attacked, but it's like, you know, sure. sometimes they're right. And also, uh, I, I have to you don't have to listen to it, but it's right. like most people, the majority of people aren't going to like you as a comedian. It's, it's a subjective thing. And, and usually it's just like 10% of people might enjoy you. The, right. A bunch of don't care about you. And then a, a few fucking hate you. And it's like, sure. that's what, that's what it is. That's the deal. Yeah. 
And I will, I will say I don't have the biggest career, but I think the people who don't like me, I just wouldn't like either, and that's yeah. fine. We can yeah. kind of agree to not, not you're be not around each other. Yeah, I don't need to hear it. You're just not, I'm not for you. Matt's not for you. It doesn't fucking matter. Just go, go about your business. Doesn't matter. Go with. But God. I do agree. Like I do agree. Like like I'm I'm very much on the like. Okay, rape jokes. We're good. We've we've heard them right. like that kind of <laughs> shit, that, that kind of shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's actually not creative. And it's it, you're not you're yeah. it turns out you're not doing anything interesting uh, with it. No. Like, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. I'm just like, OK, I the words I used to use. I don't fucking I grew up. I stopped fucking using them. People told me like the, the terms I used to use for trans people or uh -huh, people. I, I had no malicious intent. Nope. And then I find out it's wrong and I go, OK, well, guess what? I can drop that fucking word because it's a fucking yep. matter to me. Dude, I'm taping a special in a month, and because of NATO's daughter going, you had a lot of sex stuff, and then someone else said that in 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 confidence, and I was like, you know, I should work on like, let me work on some more personal stuff, because like, yeah. none of my sex stuff is like, ooh, I'm fucking this chick, check it out. It's all about weird foibles of humanity, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want all my shit to be literally dick jokes. I should work yeah. on some more stuff about, you know, parenting here, you know, kind of <laughs> thing, but. but yeah. All right. Well, and, and also the thing I always think about is like, who really has been canceled? Louis going to be know. playing Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody is actually fucking canceled because again, they have they have that 10 percent or whatever that love them. So they're not getting canceled. They're nope. just, that's it. No one's. Getting and, canceled. you know, moment of silence for Mike Richards losing his Jeopardy position. Everyone was rooting for him. Seemed like such a great guy. Like, really? <laughs> 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 so who like he went from who's that he's a jeopardy ho what did he say a oh, goodbye like and also he what he was like an ep of jeopardy for like a hundred oh, years he, he what's he gonna just, it. what can we do with him oh the poor guy will just float away on a barge of banded hundreds like what it's, how much it's just fucking it's just amazing that when you have those skeletons in your closet and you put yourself out there like that i will never <laughs> hey you're doing really well. Keep your fucking head down, you asshole. Please. No, I'm gonna be it's Where? gonna be great. I'm gonna host Jeopardy. It's gonna be he, oh, just, you I, overstepped. Can you can you picture him having like a kid in college and him just gonna be like no self-awareness calling his son? Hey, listen, I'm gonna put myself in, in the pole position. He's like, What do you mean, Dad? I'm gonna host Jeopardy. Now that Trebek's gone, I think it's good for me. And he's like, Dad, you look, I love you, no matter what. because I, I know you have a good heart. But you say some crazy shit. I mean, when we're out and you're having yes. a couple of drinks, um, you know, and you 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 love the term like sugar tits, and you you <laughs> yell it, and you, what? You know, I don't even know what the shit he said to get canceled, but like something where your son that is like, I love you no matter what, but you're yeah, you don't yeah. behave well, and it's documented. I that yeah. woman got you on video at the Applebee's screaming about the cabal of jews and it was really <laughs> fucked up about, or whatever you know you know, and, you and know like, who and, never did that alex trebek he never screamed about the cabal of jews that's why nope. he had the job he the worst alex trebek did was maybe have a couple too many drinks and that is universally embraced like yeah, you will never, never get canceled like oh he liked never. a beer in between shows fucking yeah usa yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nobody gives a shit it's the no, thing where you're uh, talking horrible shit about women that people are like, oh, maybe you should be the Jeopardy host. Next <laughs> question. Maybe. Who uses the word sugar tits all the time? <laughs> okay. So on that note, I'm realizing I took sugar tits from everyone's favorite, Mel Gibson. Um, when yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. He's back. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, are you ready for the calls? We have three calls. We're going to do. Yeah. So, um, I, as I told you before we started recording, I don't know what's on here. We don't know what we're going to get. But um, yeah. let's roll the first one. Check it out. Yeah, this question is more for Dave Anthony. Uh, I recently got blocked by uh, a left liberal writer on Twitter. And I just want to know, is he just a thin-skinned prick? Or am I just really a bad leftist for taking it personally? Love y'all. See you at Moon Tower. <laughs> I mean, um, I will yeah, say, so it's... like, we do get callers that, and I've said this a lot, and to the mighties, meaning the people who like the show, uh, and listen to the show, please, you like, I'm, I'm, I, I, I appreciate your brevity. Little more information, 
<laughs> a little more because it i've said this a lot but it'll be like my girlfriend broke up with me is she's a, is she a bitch or what Beep. like i don't yeah you need so i will preface it with that but go you take yeah. obviously this is yours so yeah no i i block people all the time and but i'm not really on twitter anymore but um it's very funny. People are like, you're thin skinned. And I'm like, maybe. And this is like, maybe if you were in my shoes and people were saying the same thing to you over and over and over again and you weren't reading the replies that I had said, maybe at some point I get tired of it and just start blocking all of you for saying the same thing over and over and over again. Also, like, if I, th th there's just Twitter's one of those things where like I make my point. I'm not really interested in arguing with you. That's not that's not what I want to do. You don't have to follow me. Like you no. don't have to follow me. And then so now you want me to argue with some guy you're in fucking Iowa and you want and you want me to hear your point. Well, I'm not following you. Like if I if I wanted to I mean this is just very being very honest. If I wanted to hear your opinions, I would probably be following you. I follow people with 10 10 you know follow uh, 10 followers. I follow people with hundreds of thousands of followers and everything in between. Well, I think you're interesting. Then I follow you and I, and I start, I, I start trying to boost you and stuff, but there's just, there's just so many people that are just, they're coming at you all the time. And I'm not, I'm not interested. I mean, I, a thin skin, I'm not interested. I, I'm mm -hmm. generally just like, I don't fucking care. And yeah. I'm sorry, I blocked you, but I, I don't, I generally don't fucking care. I just don't care. Like you're, you're throwing shit at me and it, and I don't, give a shit i mean i don't know what yeah. else to tell people it's just such a weird it's just weird it, it, this is where the entitlement thing comes in like you will hear my opinion i don't i really no, don't care I about won't. your opinion i'm yeah i'm just not fucking interested and i'm sorry if you're a leftist and i'm supposed to i guess bond with you over being a, i don't know if you've ever seen leftists but uh we don't like each other um it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty fucking historical thing we've killed each other we've done a lot of there's a lot of fucking uh, history of leftists not liking each other. I don't. A lot of leftists I don't like. I think a lot of leftists are just fucking assholes, and I just block them. And if mm -hmm. you if you come at me with a bad, and then people go, yeah, but you do that, right? You should have blocked me. I a hundred percent. Well, I I will come at people too hard on Twitter. Uh, Absolutely, do I do that? I always expect to be blocked. Always. I've never yeah. I've never once gone at anybody and and ever thought, well, we're going to keep having a relationship. I think sure. I'm going to be blocked. And so I treat yeah. people the same way. I'll fucking block you if you come at me. And some mm -hmm. people are like, well, we had a different opinion. I actually a lot of times when you have a different opinion, a lot of times I think you're dumb. <laughs> I mean, I just straight up. I try to make points to people and there's some nuance involved or whatever. And they're seeing it black and white. And I just, yeah, you're out. I mean, there's so many fucking reasons, but the number one reason I block people is because they're dumb. And the number two reason is because they're just annoying. I just don't fucking care. Yeah. I, I, that, that's the thing that I'm so tired of with the Twitter. It's just like, let, let's have a punch in the face off. Like this mm -hmm. is, this is not, it's not good. It's not productive. It's just dumb. It's just yeah. uh, us, us barfing on each other. Like what? Yeah. A hundred percent. It's totally that. And if you if you take yourself out of it like I have, and then every once in a while you you wander in because I have to go over there every once in a while to because uh, people still send me messages over there. Yeah. Um, so I'll wait in and I'll see stuff, and I'm just like like you'll see someone post something kind of innocuous, and then just the hate that comes their way. Yeah. Just like, what what I get it. Everyone's mad right now, and I I especially felt during the pandemic. You know, I I lost three three people that I was really mm -hmm. enjoyed. And I didn't want to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just didn't want to see the bad shit for a while. And I took myself yeah. off and then I was distanced from it. And I was like, oh, this feels really good. And then I go back and I see people just being mean to each other. And I'm like, this is not. No, this is not what we should be doing. Yeah. I mean, it's back to what we were talking about before about like maybe uh, uh, take better care of your psyche and your mental mm -hmm. health and your emotional health and that just doesn't do it where yeah. I would always, if I was on the road and lonely or whatever, I just look at it constantly. And it's just like, this is just making it worse. Yeah. This is literally the equivalent of, I feel terrible because I've drank too much. I should drink some more. Like that's, yeah. it's that same, uh, like, totally. And, and you're, did you see the, um, uh, the movie on Netflix about, uh, the social media, I think it was called social media, but 
Oh, whatever. Yeah. They they went a little off course with the with the whatever centrist talking points. But um, they it, if you look at it just from the aspect of this is super addicting and this is yes. what they're doing, this is what they're doing mm-hmm. to your brain. I yes. think it's really problematic. Um, I don't yeah. I don't agree with the conclusions that they made, but like the way that they are are messing with you and i mean just down to the most minute things of like like looking at how many times you blink and shit like crazy stuff it's not good and i was super addicted and then it took me like two weeks to stop the addiction of wanting to pick up my phone and look at twitter i mean it was it's an addiction you pick it up you want to go to it but once you're once it's gone it's gone and you don't have it anymore but it's it's 100 addictive there's a part of our brain that always wants discovery so humans have a a need oh, yeah. to always find and learn. And that is taking the place of what I think would be more beneficial. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm I'm on this I'm on the stage where I definitely feel a guilt and a shame when I pull my phone out to just look at yeah. bullshit. You know, and I think that's a healthy step. And I've kind of reached a point where I'm like, yeah, okay, if I think of something genuinely hilarious, yeah, maybe I'll post it. That's ten percent. Ninety percent is, hey, I got a show coming up. Yeah, you know, or you know, let me repost my friends' thing about their show, or you know, like it's because Jonah Ray and I were talking about it, and he's totally off it now. Yeah, and he said he's and I, he's like I was kind of just like goofy and silly. He's like you would post real stuff, even if it was funny. So people expect you to be real all the time, and I'm like that's true because I'll just post. You know, yeah. I mean, I think I think I posted like "whoops, shot a guy" once, and like, like, not that people got mad, but people were, so, you know, of course, people were kind of just like, <laughs> pardon the phrase, triggered, but we're just like, 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 in America, that's you know, that's that's normal, or, or you know, like, like maybe yeah. not, you know, in in this country, dude, you know, blah, blah. and it's kind of like, okay, like my one of my favorite uh, uh, screenshots was. Um, dave holmes when some major news item happened that everyone's writing about they're giving their hot take and it's a picture of twitter and every single one of them is about this person maybe they did something bad or good or whatever it was but in the the middle of it was just this random guy middle tweet of these 17 tweets on dave's screen that just that just said I once strangled a man in an open field. (laughs) (laughs) He he said, he said it was the perfect cleanser. What is it (laughs) hidden among people thinking they're giving you the news? Is this, this guy (laughs) that's like, (laughs) if you, if you picture it in terms of, I can't hold it back anymore. I have to tell someone, Oh, good Twitter. I, (laughs) And it's so evocative. It's so literary. So I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, wait. Can we play this call again? I just want to. I just want to show you why I blocked this guy. Is it okay, Renee? Can you? Can you? Can, yeah. So yeah. So he's definitely talking about you, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This question's more for Dave Anthony. Uh, I recently got blocked by uh, a left liberal writer on Twitter, and I just want to know. Is he just a thin-skinned prick, or am I just really a bad leftist for taking it personally? Love y'all. See you at Moon Tower. Okay. So I, I, my, my belief is that he's talking about me because I—that's yes. something that people always say. And and maybe, maybe he's being, maybe he's being sincere there. But there's a part where he's like, "Is he, you know, a prick?" And it's like mm, that might have been why he blocked. There's him. a, there's a dig. And that's one of the most the, the things that bug me about social media is like I'm I'm being a dick, but I'm being funny about it. Get over it. Yeah. I'm like your friend, and you're like you're not you're my friend. Not, <laughs> no, a you're not my friend. B, don't act like one because my friends are funnier than that. My friends can dig on me and say something so much harsher and kinder. But you know you're well, you can't comedians look we go after each other don't we i mean we, yes. we sit around and we bust balls and we have a good time and and yes. it's just like everything's on the table like mark Marin can go at me at my most vulnerable shit 
and yeah. fucking put a dagger through my heart and it makes me laugh because he's fucking funny and he's telling yeah. the goddamn truth about me and he's telling the truth about my faults and shit and there's tons yeah. of comedians that can do that you know they're mm-hmm. will come into a room and do something like that and Patton will and there's all yeah. these fucking guys who will do it and you can do it on twitter too but then other people jump in and i'm like dude i don't know you no you're, you're not on that mean. you're not on the, that elite squad i apologize yeah. but like it's just yeah even there there are those those people who yeah and, and it's online it's just yes. it's doesn't i can hear that person's tone of voice i can't hurt hear yours yeah and yours sounds shitty so yeah 100 percent. but yeah that's that's perfect that's perfect okay let's roll next caller mama you hear that hi guys my, my name is sarah from new jersey um i just came back from a trip to hawaii with my family um my husband and my three kids and my husband last couple days on our trip was being a real dickhead and uh i just want to know you know what you guys would do in that position you know we have three kids he kind of left me hanging was kind of just being a jerk to me and the kids because he was cranky and you know i was trying to be nice but not sure uh not sure where to go from here because it really pisses me off that he's acting like a like a big baby at the end of our trip all right let's hear what you guys have to say thanks I that's, that's, got, there's a lot of layers to that. There's a lot of layers. I will say I will own the fact that one, when we had uh, my sister-in-law and an f- old friend of Kara's in town, I was I didn't realize I was kind of hair trigger at times where I was just like, I felt like we had so much stuff to cover. Like we had like a, a, a an outdoor first birthday for Rose out back and people came and they brought their kids and... I was just, because it was the first time we had like a gathering. And so I was kind of like on edge, had people in town, had people staying with us, just the the the, the friend and the, and the sister. And I was kind of, um, I would snap if I felt even lightly disrespected kind of thing. So I should mm-hmm. say that first off, but it's like, I reached a point where I had to own it and we talked it out and Karen mentioned it to me. And we both had things that we'd done wrong and stuff, but I will say it pro- it just, it sounds like there's no communication in this situation where, uh, obviously we don't know what happened, what's going on, but it's just, I mean, I'll just leave it. It, it just, it comes down to if he's not going to just own it and know what he was doing. And if he was the total only one at fault, but so you have to go and say, Hey, can I talk to you? Can we go, can someone watch the three kids and let's take a walk or whatever? I, yeah, I think that. I mean, I, yeah, there's there's also like I wouldn't frame it as he's being a baby. I would just ask, I would just say like, it seems like there's something that's upsetting you a lot. And it's not oh, working yeah. for me. It's not working for me because uh, I was a dick at the end of one vacation. And it was because I was having a fucking, I mean, this is like. 10 years ago this is in hawaii and i had basically mm-hmm. like a fucking breakdown over climate change like i am i was where oh, everybody wow. is now because i oh, went yeah. to school and studied that shit that's my uh, yeah 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 and so uh and so my wife at after i i like flipped out at a dinner with a couple of friends in hawaii and on Kauai, and uh and then when we got back like we had the, it made the last couple of days terrible and then when we got back she's like i realized i haven't you've been giving me all these signals that you're really having a hard time with this. And I've been ignoring them. Hmm. Now I'm not saying that's what his issue is. Um, and I didn't handle it. Well, I could have done a lot, lot better than the way I handled it, but there is a, there is a, a there's a flag here to me. And that's uh, he's flipping out at the end of the vacation. So hmm. is he upset about what home life is? Is he upset about, or maybe he just like I don't know what the situation with the kids are. Are the, are the kids in school? Are the, are the kids home because of COVID? Like, was he has he not been around the kids a lot, and now he had to spend a whole 
week with him and he was just fucking losing his mind. Like that's also uh, sort of a thing that happens. Like there's a bunch of different things and he might, he might not even know why he's upset. And so you have mm-hmm. to talk about it. But if this is, if this is bothering you that much, this is like a, this is like a counseling sort of, cause this is, this is the kind of shit that can eat away. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is, you got to get, you got to get to this. And I don't think it's as simple as being a baby because you're right. He acted like a baby, but then why, you know what I mean? Yeah. And all, all the, 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 the thing that jumped out of me is uh end of vacation and three kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a heavy load. So it's a heavy load. We're coming out of COVID. We've, yeah. we've heard a million stories that women have had to pick up so much slack and oh. aren't. Like that, that story is just being repeated over and over and over again. And I think that there's maybe a, there's an aspect of that. I wonder about like dudes, when dudes can't fix something, they become kind of paralyzed. Sure. Um, Because we, we want to fix everything. And if we can't, um, there's a thing there that happens, but, and women Mm -hmm. just go, okay, well, we got to get this fucking done. We got to get this done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do feel like I definitely would do, you know, I was the stay-at-home dad while Carol was working in an office in the house. And I loved it, but I also did everything else in the house. And I just occasionally wanted, you know, that like the stereotype of a woman in a movie. Would you just tell me I'm beautiful sometimes? (laughs) I mean, I, for the first two years of Finn's life, I took care of him because I, I was able to, to do commercials, make a good living and stay home with the kid. I would just bring him to auditions and stuff. But there were days yeah. like like straight out of a movie where she would come home and I would just storm over and hand her the baby going, I'm going to my room. I need alone time. Yeah. Like just like, you know, and that's that's like the kind of shit you would see in a movie, but reversed, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, oh I'm I I want more uh more credit, you know, over there. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I had that exact conversation. Never were one who were just like, no, I'm just keeping the family moving. You know, <laughs> take me out to dinner sometime. You know, it's just we're we're just. I mean, that's definitely being a baby. But like, I, I did I did that to my wife. I was like, can we just go to a movie, just you and me? Can we do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, I don't want to go to a movie. You're like, come on, uh, Green Knight's coming out. Yeah, yeah. But there's always something behind uh, a flip out or a, a thing. Yeah, there's always and, and something you just there. Got to. I, I am. I am more terrified of someone filming me all day and then me being angry about something and then going in an argument with my wife and going, "No, I didn't. I did this." And someone running up and going, "Look, can I show you the tape? Uh, look, the video. You actually did." <laughs> no. I'm more scared of that than someone being like, here's yeah. you drunk in your twenties and yeah. you know, or whatever, you know, yeah, like, totally. it's just yeah. like, cause I know we all have revisionist history. We're all, Oh yeah. Life, life is Rashomon. It is, it yeah. is you, you saw it this way. They saw it that way. It's just always, 100%. I mean, the way, the way people tell stories, even I'll listen to my wife retell a story of how something happened about just an argument at the mall or something. And I'll be like, what? You, he never, you know, and he said, you're a dumb bitch. And what? No, he didn't. He said, that's my bag you're picking up. That's not your bag. You know, like, like but I do that too. Like everyone kind of, yeah. you, just, you, you paint yourself does. as, you know, I just, I rolled up looking cool. Everyone thought I was awesome. And then this happened. <laughs> <laughs> Such bullshit, you know? But yeah, so I think it just comes down to the talk, but find out, you know, what, yeah. what the, what the deal is and it could be don't be afraid of counseling so yeah yeah okay we got we got one more call apologies everybody about the background noise as i said this is a funnel of sound this house i'm in uh there's no way i could have done this i'm not doing another fucking show in the bathroom apologies to rick overton <laughs> provincetown man there's nowhere else i could go with the light and the people so anyway uh caller number three uh, hey, honkies. It's me, Claro Kane. Um, hey! I have a question. It's not, it's not super important, uh, but, you know, it might, it might be in the near future. Um, I'm, I, uh, am eligible for Irish citizenship, and I'm wondering if I should 
put in the time and effort to get a, an Irish passport um, just in case, you know, things go really upsy-doozy over mm. here in the good old U.S. of uh, A. Um, yeah, what do you think? I think Ireland's kind of nice, don't you guys? You guys are fitting great. I think. Uh, you look a little, you know, <laughs> potato-eating. Okay, that's no, the that's question. Awesome. Should I try to move to Ireland when the shit goes down? I love you. Love you, Claire. Uh, congrats on, on your nuptials. I think that was a year ago she got married, something? Um, maybe two years. I Time is a, a, a flat circle of death. Uh, but are you are you, uh, are you uh, Irish at all? Mm -hmm. Mostly, I have a yeah. I have a weird um, abstract Germanish last name, but most mm -hmm. of my family is Irish or English. Yeah. Um, how, you you are right? You yeah, look... yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's super Irish. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's it's I always kind of blanch at the idea of getting off the ship. And I've definitely railed against people that are, you know, going to give up and jump and, you know, but I'm also a dude yeah. and it's getting worse and worse and worse for women. Um, so it's really easy for me as, as when I back to Twitter wrote about it, maybe 10 years ago on Twitter, like, you know, if, if you're going to be that much of a, a pussy or whatever I wrote, I didn't say pussy, but like, you know, and then a couple well-spoken females were like, well, you're looking at it that way, but think about it. And I'm kind of like, well, that's a good point. Very easy for me to say that. Um, Ireland is wonderful. Uh, I would love dual citizenship. That'd be rad. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have any advice about whether to do it or don't do it. I think that's up to you. That's my. That, I think that's the in and out for me. What do you think, Dave? Yes. Uh, obviously, I've studied a lot of history this is not looking great yep. and then and then there's different ways it can go you know it can be mm -hmm. um i think that the right will take control and i think right now there's a lot of talk of violence like uh, they're yep. uh, pretty open about it i mean you're seeing a lot of now you're seeing people saying should we take the school board by force and shit like that like it's all very <laughs> it's all very we've seen this before you know mm -hmm. yeah um so i would if you can if, if it's within your ability, have an escape hatch. There's nothing wrong with having an escape hatch. Mm -hmm. You don't know where this is going to go. It could go very sort of mild, the right controls thing. It could also be fucking Pinochet. So we don't know what. Right. We don't know what it is. So just prepare yourself, like mm -hmm. have, have an escape hatch. And if you can get Irish citizenship and be a dual citizen, fucking go for it i would totally mm -hmm. absolutely go for it i yeah i know it's really hard smart. but yeah yeah man mm -hmm. look there's a ton of people that can't do this there's so many people in this country who don't have the ability to get citizenship in another country don't have the the it takes like what ten thousand dollars to get permanent residency in canada well that's a lot of fucking money for yeah. a lot of people out there particularly people who are making what fucking seven dollars an hour in this shithole yeah totally working their asses off in a fucking mcdonald's or some shit and getting no money like they can't do it so but i also think like i don't i don't know how much there i'm i'm very into mutual aid i'm very into helping people mm -hmm. out at your local level i think that's going to be the way that people are going to survive all this shit yeah. that's you know clearly looks like it's coming but also like you can do mutual you can help people out from outside the country there's other things you can do and, and not everybody has the fight like mm. i get i get that you like you have to stay and fight well not that's not within everybody it's just not no exactly there's, yeah there's there's going to be people that stay and fight and really do and there's going to be a lot of people that just can't and we have to give mm -hmm. them we have to be able to say like i know you can't do it like if if the guy has if a guy has three kids yeah. like he gets to fucking leave if he can because that's yeah. a different animal for him yeah. yeah so everyone's got a different thing going on and i think if you if you can have an escape hatch you should make sure it's open and ready just in case because this could be anything you know uh-huh yeah yeah i think i think that's an that's a that's a better answer than mine because it makes it you know i i kind of just was like well do what you what whatever it's on you but 
I get it. I mean, I think we need to be as, you know, have as much empathy as we possibly fucking can right now because so many people just have, are throwing theirs out the window for pennies. Yes, and it's I mean, like it's crazy pennies it's and crazy. shitty promises and going. No, it's a it's a you're a pussy if you care. It's like suck my ass. Like, <laughs> that whole that whole slogan, that whole mind state. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm, there's a really there's a very interesting podcast uh, called uh, "It Can Happen Here" by Robert Evans. Oh God. And it's and the first the first 10 he did were very like, oh, shit, these are all bad things that can happen. And then this season he did some and he ended. I think it was six episodes in. He talked about all of these things that Native American communities are doing to make mm-hmm. things better and, yeah. and how they're changing things. And those things can spread and, and take on a life and, and combat climate change and combat combat yeah. our social issues. And yeah, so. Like there are things happening out there that we need to look at and we need to maybe start focusing on that. But at the same time, you know, Robert Evans also collects machetes and guns for a reason, you know? So, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sure. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, on that happy note, Mm. that's the end. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time to be on here. And thanks for being cool with, uh, you know. The kid and the and the and the parents and, and I'm never doing this podcast again. I'm so offended. Well, I I saw it in your eyes. Well, I, I felt you will like get you, you will get people who don't have kids. It's going to mm-hmm. bother, and then sure. you get people like me who I could literally just shut it out and not even fucking. Yeah, I, I, most of most of people who know my comedy who go see my comedy are either. Uh, uh, my age or very, very young and have a happy, youthful energy and kind yeah. of see past it. Most part, most, most people, I, I will say I get like the, the, the sweetest people come see me on the road. I'm sure you and Gareth have the same thing when you guys do live shows. Yeah. You don't have that asshole contingent. that's like, look, no. man, you know, it just yeah. isn't there. It just, we're doing a there. couple, we're doing a couple comedy clubs. So it'll be interesting to see who wanders in and, yeah because we yeah and it is i mean (laughs) it's a it's a it's a hugely popular internationally popular podcast if you don't know what the dollop is uh it's it i really love it and it's it's so enjoyable and um i i was i was driving thinking about that one you did with Patton, the two-parter about reagan that's probably the hardest i've laughed at a pot at a pod at any podcast because it, you guys playing off each other, and 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 also, and it was also th- so cathartic because that was my childhood. I remember him getting elected yeah. when I was a little kid, and my parents being like, "Fuck a duck," like we were when Trump yeah. was, and 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 kind of seeing him as the worst dude, and then growing up and going arguing with people about him who were like, "No, he's a great American," and kind of being like, "No, he was the worst dude," <laughs> and the epitome of of a tool. Where it's just yeah. like you don't really have a will of your own, you're no. being steered around by white wealth, and like you yeah. know, so like it would, so it's this nice, this really rare combination where you're laughing and also going, oh yeah, that was right, that wasn't because I did, you know, I mean, a lot. I, there are things in my childhood I grew up, you know, grew up going, this is this, and you're like, grow up, and you're like, no, that was so wrong, it's not. Uh, yeah. It's so wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that by the great. way, you're going to be on our podcast in Denver live yes. on the 18th of September. Uh, I'm so psyched. Paramount. So get tickets if I'm you want so to see psyched. Matt live. Uh, we've been trying to get him on for a while. Dude, I can't wait. That's such an honor. I, I can't wait to hear what the what the what the what the what the story is. <laughs> <laughs> God, I, I have to go look it up. I forgot what it is. And do, do you oh, pick them all? Do you, yeah, do you I, pick I, all? I picked them all. Yeah. Amazing. God. So Art. of the profits for the podcast, you should probably get 90%. Gareth, what, That's 10? Right. For I the... always say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if my phone's going to light up. Gareth's be like, you know what? Fuck you, man. What I do is, is a value. Uh, is there is there anything else you want to plug before we go? Uh, no, just go to our, our tour. We're doing uh, Vegas, Salt Lake City, Denver, and Phoenix, uh, and then we have some later on in the year: San Francisco, Sacramento, and uh, San Diego. So, nice. I get tickets. Go to dollarpodcast.com and you know listen to the podcast. I also do a podcast called The West Wing Thing, and we talk about the politics of the West Wing thing and how bad they actually are. 
Okay, nice. And uh, I have about 24 cities to go, so go to mattbronger.com. Oh, my God. Uh, and, um, yes, we're, 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 uh, we're at, at almost all of them. Uh, proof of Vax is required, but if you are my fan and you like my stuff, you should have it anyway, and that's what's up. Uh, thankfully, I do not have the most massivist of fan bases, but I think they are... <laughs> They are often the most awful, which is awesome. So thank we're you so all, much. We're also we're also vaccinated. Uh, good, 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 awesome. Well, thanks so much, Dave. It was awesome having you on. Yeah, thanks, man. This is good. Man, Dave is the best. Uh, listen to the dial if you've never heard that podcast. It's one of my top ten favorite podcasts of all time. Uh, if you like advice from one of my many amazing guests coming up, call three two three seven six three zero two two eight. That's three two three seven six three zero two two eight. And thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.